This is an SJC Radio production. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, welcome, everyone, to the first ever episode of uh, Pit Stop. You're listening to SJC Radio. Um, I'm going to introduce my, my co-presenters, uh, who are Ed and Joe. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Nice to be here. Thanks Excellent. So, uh, so we're um, recording live from Motorsport HQ, otherwise known as J9. Uh, we're going to start off uh, with race support. So let's think about uh, the weekend just gone. Obviously, the main event was uh, Mugello F1. And I understand it was business as usual. Yeah. Uh, after the rather freak results uh, at Monza. Mm-hmm. I understand it's a win for surprise, surprise, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, win. Right, so, Joe, um, out of five stars, how would you rate uh, the Mugello race? Uh, just because I feel, personally, mm-hmm. uh, the only normal thing about that race was the Hamilton win and the Bottas uh, oh, really? second. Okay. With uh, two safety cars and two red flags. Interesting. It was similar to Monza, almost doubled. Excellent. So how many stars out of five? Would you I've give got that? to give it five. You're giving it the full five, despite the fact wow. it was a, it was a Mercedes win. You're giving the full five stars because everything behind that Mercedes win was very interesting. So if you just looked at the result alone, you think oh, it's just another Mercedes win. Yeah. I, I actually I tried to watch the highlights. I fell asleep not because they were boring, uh, due to too much paddleboarding, basically too much exercise. Yeah. So I. <laughs> I didn't see the race, unfortunately. Ed, out of five, what would you give it? Out of five, I think I'd give it maybe a four and a half. Okay, again, yeah, that's, that's a high rating. I think the fact it's another Mercedes 1 2 Red Bull P3, it kind of takes away from. Most races are Mercedes 1 2 Red Bull result. P3. Um, but I think all the racing behind was really interesting watching Albon move through the pack and all the Ferraris um, dropping down. Yeah. Joe, and uh, what I also thought was interesting about that, that this particular race, that P3 from Red Bull wasn't yeah. Verstappen, which you would originally think. He crashed out on turn four. Yeah. That caused a safety car. Verstappen and last week's winner at Mugello, uh, not, sorry, oh, yes, you're right. at Monza, race winner out. So that's Verstappen and Gasly. First, first, first lap to the third quarter. That was a safety yeah. car. Yes. And Albon, am I right in saying that Albon was under a lot of pressure at Red Bull? Yeah, there's been a lot of scrutiny of Albon saying that he hasn't lived up to it. Well, he hasn't really matched Verstappen this season. Yeah, that, that's mind you, that I don't think anybody in all fairness so can probably this, match Verstappen. Well, yeah, this also has relieved all of that pressure. Also, yeah. bringing in that uh, Helmut Marco a week or so ago also admitted that uh, Alex Albon and Max Verstappen had different 
parts on their cars. Yeah. I okay. think so I read that that was due so to that's some parts. Possibly putting the okay. Scandal okay. advantage. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, Magello. What are your thoughts of? I mean, I know Magello very well because it, it's the it's it's one of the normally one of the MotoGP rounds. Your thoughts on the circuit? I think it's brilliant track. Likewise, I love it. Um, it's the first time uh, I think I think I'm quite correct in saying this. First ever F1 race. It is. There. It was. And for a first one, it was. It was certainly was very exciting. I'd like uh, to see two to safety you. cars, two red flags. Um, in this point. I don't know. Yeah, really good. What, what I'd say about the circuit now, I, I've been watching Formula One for many, many years. I was. Um, I watched the qualifying actually. I was amazed at how fast the cars looked on that track. Um, is that because you're used to MotoGP? No. Well, that, actually, that's part of it. Uh, but I'd also say that most modern, modern Formula 1 tracks, we have long straights and, and tight, yeah. slow corners. Mugello doesn't have any slow corners. It's all fast-flowing corners. Yeah, I mean, at tracks like Mugello and Suzuka, perhaps even Interlagos, because they're such flowy yeah. tracks, you do really get a sense of the speed of these Absolutely. cars. Absolutely. In particular, the section called Casanova and Arabiata. It's so a downhill right left yeah. into the, the double the, 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 the double rights. Uh, hugely impressive there. Yeah. Right chicane as well. Really yeah. Chicane. Basically there's, there's no slow corners. I think it would be a great shame. I think it'd be a great shame if that race is a one-off. It's supposed yeah. to be a one-off. Yeah. What I'd say about this year It was too exciting a bit of race for it to be a one-off. Absolutely, absolutely. What I'd say about this year. It might not be a classic year in terms of results and also in terms of racing, but the circuits this year, you know, we, we've got, uh, we've had Mugello, we've got That's Turkey really coming up, which is a fabulous yeah, racetrack. Really looking forward to that. We've got... Um, Imola. Imola. Yeah. So we've got some classic racetracks. So there's a, a, lot, a lot to look forward to, to here. Moving on, uh, the other big race at the weekend was MotoGP. This is very much my speciality, of course. I heard a quote. Somebody said this about 2020. Now, 2020, as you know, has been a terrible year for all sorts of reasons, Agreed. mainly coronavirus. Somebody said the best thing about 2020 is the MotoGP season. This is the best MotoGP season ever. We've had six races. We've had five different winners. Four of those have been first-time winners. It is absolutely extraordinary. Nobody knows who's going to win the next race. So the next race is at Misano, where it was... The weekend just gone. Don't we know who's, who's, who's going to win that? By the way, Mazzano was won by Franco Morbidelli. That was his first ever win. Yeah. Um, as I say, you, you've got to start watching MotoGP. Um, it, it is so unpredictable. Yeah. Right, I think moving on, what's next on the agenda, Ed? Uh, next, we have Test the Teacher. Test the Teacher. What, and what does that involve? What's uh, that involved, Joe? So today, yes. uh, we will be testing Mr. Bird's right. rather extensive, I have to say. Well, let, let, let's see about that. <laughs> motorsport knowledge. Today we what, are. What, what's the topic? What's the topic? Circuits. I'm good on circuits now, because the beauty of this is, if I get the answer wrong, we can simply re-record it. So I should never ever get an answer wrong, should I? <laughs> Although we won't be doing that. We won't. Be. Of course we won't. Of course we won't. So, um, Joe, uh, what's the question? Make sure it's a good one, Joe. I'll, I'll try. So, what is the first right-hand corner after the pits at Monaco called? Uh, San Devot. I think that's right. Is that right? Correct. I think it is. Um, Very. And what well, you have one more? What, what, what's that the other was category? Quite, that was quite what's easy. the other category you, you, you wanted to ask, Joe? Um, I was thinking F1 World Championships or which in year? The 80s. I'm good on the, the 80s. good on the eighties. 
What what is the question, Jeff? Okay. Who partnered Giles? Uh, Gilles Villeneuve. Yes. In the 1981 Ferrari team. Oh, okay. Um, well, it's got to be Didier Peroni, surely. That is correct. Right. If you, uh, wow. Let's quit while I'm ahead. Do you want to? Do you want to end it here on a good note, or do you want to push for one more? Oh, let's push for one more. Let's make it three. Let's push for one more. Okay, we will keep with the world F1 uh, in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who qualified on pole for the 1984 Brazilian Grand Prix? Right, that's not an easy question. Well, this is a hard one. I have to think about this. The season was dominated by uh, McLaren, but I'm not sure they were on pole. Paul was normally taken by Nelson Piquet in, in, in the Brabham. Let's have a thing. 84. We, we don't think it's Piquet in the Brabham. 84. De Angelis in the Lotus? That's a guess. Correct. Blimey. Wow. Uh, that, okay, that, that was... Uh, well, well done, me. Let, let's well, well move done, on. Let, let, well let's done. move on. Um, what's next on the agenda, Ed? What's next? Next up, we have Pit Lane News. Pit Lane News. So I think we go over to our Pit Lane reporter, our Pit Lane correspondent, Joe. What's hitting the headlines in the motorsport, in the F1 paddock? So I personally believe the main thing, rather rather big... Yes. Uh, the big news. Obviously, as you may know, Racing Point are changing their name uh, to franchise name to Aston Martin. Right. And it's just been confirmed mm-hmm. that... Sebastian Vettel leaving Ferrari and is joining Aston Martin. That is big news, and that is confirmed. That's a done deal. That's confirmed. That is confirmed. Perez was Perez told to leave. You, um, you get the point. feeling he was forced out. Yeah, yeah. and um, to make room for Vettel, for Vettel, whose seat was replaced by Carlos Sainz a few months ago, has finally found a seat at Aston Martin, which is I'm, exciting, I'm surprised really. by that because I, I I think part of me thought that Vettel was going to retire. I think we were all thinking that a bit, yeah. but I think he. He's perhaps seen that the car is competitive this year. And of course it doesn't have a Ferrari engine, does it? No, it's, it's um, the engine supplier's Mercedes. That's a Mercedes engine. Well, of course it does, well, we... because this is the pink Mercedes team, isn't it? Yeah, pink Mercedes. Yeah. Yes. While we are talking about uh, renaming teams, uh-huh. slightly more recently, right. Renault are renaming their team Oh, to, I've been told to be, pronounce this Alpine. Alpine, right? Alpine. Okay. I thought, sir, yes. may know a bit about. I know Alpine a little bit about their history. Well, I know a little bit about Alpine their history in terms of their motorsport history because Alpine have been competing in the European Le Mans series, which is basically a um, a European based series for Le Mans type cars. Um, so there's an Alpine in that. It's not actually an Alpine car. It's an Orica, but they've rebadged it, renamed it an Alpine. So the, the, the car is called an Alpine, but it's actually uh, an Eureka. So, okay, so and that, they'll be... Um, Joe, yeah, Joe, you want to add to that? Uh, no, not to Alpine, so okay. it's a new... new yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, that's... Um, so this is a, this, sorry, this is a new team, this is just Renault being... Yeah, Renault's DP World F1 team just being renamed. Oh, I see. So uh, it's, they it's, still have the same drivers right. and... You know, still have. This seems to be Alpine's approach to motorsport: is that they they don't make a car; they just they, they just basically rename, rename it. it. Yeah. So we have the Le Mans car is, is an Eureka, but it's called an Alpine, and the Formula yeah. One car is a Renault, but it will be called an Alpine. Renault Pretty will much. still be the engine supplier, and I want everything will still be the same under. I suspect the top layer of the livery will, will be blue. Alpine, It'll be blue. Yellow. The car will be blue, not yellow. Blue. It'll be all blue. There has been. Uh, yeah. On the lots. subject, on the subject of Renault, I want to say this: Renault Formula One liveries 
What annoys me slightly is that the, the Renault team, it's yellow and black. It should be all yellow or yellow and white because they always used to be yellow and white. I don't like the black on it. It should, be, it, it should be yellow and white. It would look so much better. 2006, they were like blue with the... I think Alonso was there. Yes, I think they had, I think maybe it was one of the sponsors, perhaps. Joe? Yeah. Talking of Alonso, right, in Renault, yeah. also confirmed Alonso coming back no. for the 2021 season. Hold on, hold on, are you sure about that? Driving for Renault, yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Hold on, th- 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 bring th- th- me on, this bring is me on the, very nicely. This is the biggest news. Hold on, forget Vettel. This was a few months ago, though. I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, so... Really? Alonso back yeah. to Renault, where he won his so two... So there's like a little chain of signing so Ferrari sign Sainz I um, imagine Sainz must be must be regretting that decision because their engine is terrible yeah <laughs> well the, the, yeah the Ferrari this year hasn't been up to scratch but yeah so McLaren sign so Ferrari sign Sainz from McLaren yes McLaren sign Ricardo from Renault that's a quite and a good Renault move Renault have signed Alonso yeah to replace um, Ricardo from yeah. retirement. So I, I imagine out of all those And then people, also, yeah. because Sainz has been uh, kicked out, yeah. that means Vettel has... Uh, sorry, because Sainz has been uh, bought by Ferrari, mm. that means Vettel is no longer there. That's right. So he's signed with Aston Martin, as we've already discussed. Yeah. I think... Which kicks out Sergio Perez. Ah. Who is now looking for a seat. Who is now looking for a seat. I imagine he's got some money behind him. So I, According I, to this... Right, okay, here we go. This is this is the latest... According this to this... Is this a, a rumour, gossip, or unconfirmed? So this, this is, this is a, a gossip rumour. Yeah, okay. Neither Alpha Tauri drivers have been confirmed. Alpha Tauri. Okay, well that's Gasly and Kipiat. I think Gasly yeah. will keep the seat. Well, I think, I think they'll both keep their seats, to be honest. And also, along with teams, Alfa Romeo ah. or Haas have confined neither of their drivers. Right. That doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to get two new drivers. It just means either when asked or they haven't come out with a statement saying we're keeping right. with... So are you saying that Perez's only options are with um, with Haas and Alfa Romeo? I think uh, that... Uh, Alfa Tauri could be an option. And according to this, yeah. I haven't said it out yeah. because I personally don't believe this, right. but it says that Hamilton seat hasn't been confirmed. Just because it hasn't been confirmed, yeah. I sincerely believe well, that, that doesn't Hamilton, mean he's well, been kicked out. You know, Hamilton will either, either retire or stay at Mercedes. He wouldn't yeah, go, you, would, you wouldn't leave the best team now. Uh, but yeah. this is real, some rumour, just to end off. Oh, okay. okay Alex Albon's seat hasn't been confirmed, whereas Verstappen's has. Interesting. Interesting. So Verstappen's been confirmed. Right. So, so Albon isn't out of the woods yet, despite that result no. from last weekend. Um, I think it would help his case. It's a bit of a poison chalice being Verstappen's teammate because you're never going to be as quick as Verstappen. But it doesn't um, help when Helmut Marco uh, doesn't put on the same yeah. parts of your cup. Yeah, exactly. Right, okay, so I think that's done that. So moving on, uh, what's next on the agenda, Ed? We have, what's your favourite? Okay, so we're going to go to the computer. The computer will randomly se- select a question for, for us to answer. And the question is, Ed, what's coming up on the computer? The question is... What is your favourite circuit? Oh, that's a great question. That is a great question. That's a good uh, answer. But I have to say, for me, very difficult to answer. Uh, Joe, I'm going to go with you first. Uh, for me, I think probably, for me, it's the easiest to okay. answer out of us three. I think I know what you're going to say, but carry on. For me, I think you do. You both know. Yeah. The Red Bull Ring. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say Spa Franker Shop. Red Bull Ring. Red Bull Ring. Well, of course, that's a circuit I know very well. Very fast track. I, I, I've been there. Power circuit. I've been there. I really enjoy it. 
Uh, I've always wanted to to go there. I, oh, I can't, yeah. you 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 must go to the. I've been there yeah. three times. It's a fantastic racetrack. I would say uh, Turn One Red Bull Ring is the best place I've ever watched motorsport. I can imagine that. You see the the straight. You see the whole stuff in the straight. Turn One. Turn One. They call it a Turn Two, but it's rather it's, it's rather a slant. It's not really. Yeah, it's not really a turn. It's not really a turn. No. And it's all the way up to turn three. Turn three. Well, you, see, you see some downhill. You do. You, down see, from you know the infield, the two left handers. Yeah. 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 From turn one, you can see all that. You see, wow. basically see the whole track. That's a brilliant seat. Um, top tip: if you go to the Red Bull Ring, my top tip is this: if you go to the Red Bull Ring, don't order a Coke because you think you're going to get a Coca Cola, you get Red Bull Cola, and oh. that's disgusting. And I've made that mistake many times. Thanks for that, sir. Uh, Red Bull Ring for me just really does it for me. I think there's it's a power circuit for me, which is really fun. I don't know, it just always creates an enjoyable race for me. Uh, Ed, what would be your favourite circuit? Personally, I have had all of the Xbox F1 games Ooh, okay. from the past few years. Yeah. And on, on that game, my favourite track to drive is Suzuka. Oh, that is a classic I love circuit. Suzuka. Which section is the most enjoyable to drive on that? The S's. I've got, I was going to say. To I was going to say it must be the S's. I also like that fast um, right-hander. Is it one? It's the heavy it's, braking. Uh, it's, is it one thirty R? It's called, I think. No, that's a bit later on in the track. Right. It's after the S's. You can't. After the S's. The S's. Go is it actually called the Dana Curve? I think it might be. I'm not quite is. sure. What is unique about Suzuka as a racetrack? Well, it has like a crossover. It has a crossover. It's yeah. the only circuit. It's figure eight configuration. It's the only circuit with a crossover. And sir, what is your favourite track? It's a hard question for me to answer because I'm very fussy when it comes to racetracks. I don't like tarmac runoff, so most tracks, most F1 tracks have large tarmac runoff. I like street circuits? Do you like street circuits? They're okay. I like uh, circuits uh, which have trees, uh, which um, have fast fast corners, so obviously Spa would would be up there. this is very difficult. Uh, there's a track in America called Road Atlanta, which, which ticks all the boxes. Lots of undulation, fast corners, no tarmac, tarmac runoff. Um, I also... At a push, I might have to say Le Mans, because I love Le Mans. It, it, it's eight miles long. It's got you know long straights, fast corners. So I'd probably have to say Le Mans. I think most people would probably go for, for Spa. Because yeah. of the the Overish complex, a lot of people would say the old Nurburgring, mm-hmm. because that's probably the most challenging race track. My favourite circuit, I've got to go to Le Mans just because I, I love Le Mans. It's probably as simple as that. Right. Okay. So what's what's our next? What's next on the agenda? Uh, so what is coming up for this weekend, oh, and then leading on predictions. Right. For okay. This, this weekend, weekend, there's no Formula One race this weekend, which I'm surprised by because the last two weekends we've had. You know, we had Monza, followed by, obviously, Mugello. I, I know Imola's on the calendar. I assumed it would be Imola this weekend coming. Or, or, or if not this weekend coming, I assumed that Imola would have been the next race. But the next race is... Sochi. Hmm. Going back to Sochi. Now, on the subject You're of great racetracks, Sochi is not Sochi's one of the great racetracks. Is it? Well, it produces terrible races, doesn't it? Terrible racing. It, it's... I, think, I think, in my opinion, it's similar to Barcelona. In, in certain ways, where so much 
have been to data. Barcelona. So much yeah. data has been gathered on both these two tracks. I'm not, I'm that, not sure. They don't, they don't that, test at Sochi. No, they but I think they've been doing it for such a... Well, they haven't really. It's only been about three or four years they've been there. I think there's just not very many overtaking opportunities. It, it, just, it just tends to produce dull races. So, yeah. okay, if we're going to predict... Okay, that's the next Formula 1 race. Yeah. Predictions. I'm going to do the usual F1 prediction, which you can probably predict for every single F1 race. Mercedes 1, 2. So I'm going to go Hamilton, Bottas and Verstappen. Joe, your prediction for Sochi? I mean, I would like to go the same as you, but I'll do something different. Okay. Yeah, so to make, doing make it interesting, yeah. So I'm going to go with a Verstappen win. Okay. Um, Hamilton's got to be two. Yeah. Bottas, I don't know. Um, so it's the same drivers in a slightly different... Yeah, so I'm yeah, saying okay. Verstappen, Bottas... Um, Norris. Verstappen, wow. Interesting, Bottas, interesting. Norris. Ed? I... I don't think it's going to be Hamilton or Verstappen that's going to really? take the check, but I think Valtteri Bottas. Uh, could be. In fact, Bottas has won there before. Yeah, he, he has. has he's, had, he's had some good pace there over the last few years. I think he should have won in 2017, but team orders had to let Hamilton yeah. pass. Might be 2018. So, uh, that's obviously in two weeks' time. Now, this weekend, obviously there's no F1, as we said, but it's a big motorsport weekend because it's the world's biggest motor race this weekend. It's the Le Mans 24 Hours. Normally takes place second weekend of June. Um, it's not the first time that it's taken place in September. Uh, the last time it took place in September was 1968, and that was a result of uh, riots in, in France. There was social unrest in 1968, so they moved it to September. Uh, predictions for, well, anybody can predict that the result this weekend is going to be a Toyota 1-2. Um, it, it's not shaping up to be a classic because there aren't many uh, LMP1 cars about five or six, I think. Uh, nobody can beat the Toyota at the one anyway. Um, and also, as with most races this year, there'll be no spectators. So a Le Mans, without any spectators, you know, without the fun player, without the satellite concerts, um, without any competition at the front, it's, I'm not very excited about it, if I'm honest. Which you normally would be? I, well, normally. The last few years have been totally dominated by Toyota. Toyota. So... The last great Le Mans was probably 2017. Since then, yeah, it's just been, I think, Porsche's last win. Since then, it's been, Toyota had had no opposition, basically. So I will watch it. Am I excited about it? No, I'm not. Uh, but to hear what I am excited about, because it's, again, it's MotoGP. Again, we're back at Misano. Who's going to win? Nobody knows. It could be anybody. I'm going to make a prediction here. Um, I'm going for, so as I said earlier, we've had five different race winners from six races. I'm going to predict that we have a sixth different race winner. Wow. And I'm going for Peko Bagnaia uh, on the Primark Ducati, who came second last time out. Remarkable achievement because he's just come back from injury. So I, I think Bagnaia, if not Bagnaia, it could be um, it could be Mir. Again, both of the neither of those two to, to, um have won a race before, but it's that kind of year. It is so unpredictable. So I'll be glued to BT Sport for most of the weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Joe, anything else? So I've got some questions for the listeners out there. Okay. I've got a question as well. Yes. Should we do yours first? Do, sure. You'll do mine. Okay. Yeah. 
So I've got... So the idea is that we'll give the answers out next, next week. weekend. Yeah. I like the sound of that. Okay, Joe, so, so what are your questions for the audience? So they're going to be ranging in difficulty. I'll start off with the easier okay. one. I mean, none of them in my standards, maybe by Mr. Birds, but none of them by my standards okay. are that easy. How many career polls has Lewis Hamilton got, including the one he got at Magello last week? Okay, that's a good question. That's a good question. I know the answer is going to be a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Next um, question. Ferrari, as you also may know, had their 1,000th Grand Prix um, uh, last week at Magello. When was their first race? Okay, that, that's obviously going, going to go back a fair way, I imagine. Uh, and very much Next so. question. How many wins as a franchise have Ferrari had over their years? Ooh. That's interesting, yeah. That, that's probably a lot, I imagine. Yes. How many driver's titles have they got and how many constructor's titles have they got? Very good. So these are all number-based answers. Okay, Very I'm going to add a, a question for our, for our listener. Um, this, this, is a, this is a nice question, this one. Uh, it's a circuit question. Um, what have Suzuka, which you, I think you mentioned earlier, what have Suzuka... And the old Spa Francorchamps have in common. They're the only two circuits which have this particular thing in common. So it's the current Suzuka Jack and the old Spa Francorchamps, the old layout. Joe? Wow, that is a, it, a it, difficult it, question. It, it, is, it is a difficult question. Uh, if you think about those really two circuits, question. you can actually work it out. It is a very, very good question. Two different sides of the world, almost. Absolutely. Well, yeah. absolutely. So we'll give you the answers at the start of uh, uh, next week's show. Um, so I think we're done there. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bid you good evening, and we'll look forward to uh, more motorsport chat yeah. next Friday. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye. goodbye. Uh, goodbye from Joe here as well. And goodbye from Ed. This was an SJC Radio production. The writers and the presenters were Mr. Bird, Joe and Ed. And this show was produced and edited by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the About page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well